You're listening to The Parallel Pass, a podcast designed to elevate your mind, body, and spirit so that you can get everything you want out of life. The only question is, are you ready? I don't know if Malcolm was smoking, but I wouldn't mind sitting down and... You said Michael or Malcolm? Malcolm, yeah. There's a lot of people I want to smoke with. I just want to smoke weed. Like, if I can just get a weed high, it is nothing else. Like, if I could just get a weed high, I don't need the extra. But, like, I know it would be a funniest conversation I ever had in my life. It would be such an auntie conversation. Yo. But I just, I don't need the other stuff. We don't need a so, This is actually a nice little combo. I really want to smoke with Erica Badu. Mm. Like, that's, for me, that's the auntie type vibes. Yeah. Like, we would be chopping it up. Like, I'd all the goodies. Like, put me on. You talking about manifesting. Give me all the gems. I'll show you how to do it right after this episode. <laughs> For real. Let's get that. But how you got Dave Chappelle? Where were you? Yeah, for real. I want to hear about this Dave story, too. So he was staying at a hotel that my friend worked at, and he saw her and invited her to the show. And then at the show, we went behind the stage. They stayed in touch. And then we, when we were out in Vegas, um, they happened to be out in Vegas at the same time, so we met up, smoked again. Yeah. We went to a club in Atlanta, too. We smoked with them in the club, like, <laughs> lit. How'd you feel? Like, did you just, I mean, I know you were chilling, and I told you, I don't get starstruck, but, like, did you just feel like, this fucking Dave, like, we here. I mean, but it's kind of like, an, like, I'm supposed to be in places like this, you know, like, you know, you feel comfortable, like, you feel, like, comfortable, um, like, but, it I, also, but it was also, like, yeah, we win it, like, for real, like, I'm here with Dave Chappelle, like, my favorite comedian. Right. Don't, like, don't over the laugh, <laughs> like, now you high, so don't be over the laugh. And I was in a different mindset back then, so I, like, I can imagine, like, when I'm around, like, smoking, like, people who made it to a high level, and I smoke with them, like, oh, my God. That's just got to be a dope feeling, though. Kendrick Lamar, too. Kendrick Lamar. So, like, either setting, did you get to have, like, a, like, a conversation of substance? Um, not one-on-one. Um, what I would care about, like, all right, cool, we get the J, whatever. But like, I want to, I want to, like, I need to see how they think. Like, that's the. I part wasn't of- thinking to really like pick up on those vibes back in, back then. Yeah. To really like, you know, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. Oh, show. Wait though, that's, that's a bucket list. It's in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I got I got a, a stoner. Um, that that's kind of like a Guinness record for you in a sense. Like most people can't really say that. So like, let's just hypothetically say you got a Guinness record for smoking with two of the dopest people living. So for me, 
I smoked in every state from the West Coast to the East Coast. <laughs> yes, you have. That is crazy. That's that's an awesome. That's a Guinness record right there. So Washington to Georgia, at least through that that path, we smoked in every state. That was beautiful. So were you high the entire trip, or did it ever like fade out? Whole trip. We rolled. <laughs> I think 22 days before we left Seattle. 22. Oh, I think another like eight to 10 when we were in Denver. And that got us, like we rationed it out perfectly. Like when we got to Georgia, we had like one J left. Smoked that coming into Atlanta. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sage and the ancestors guided us the whole time. Hell yeah. It was lit. I'm definitely going to be recreating that vibe when I drive across the country in July. Exactly. For sure. That too. That shit is so boring. If it's not, like, <laughs> I think I appreciate it about my co-pilot because we never listened to the same song twice. Ooh, and wow. the whole time. And what like, was what? We just never had a bad song the whole time because we both know each other vibes. So, like, if, if it was darker and we needed to chill out, then we would dictate the vibe. If it was in the morning and we needed to pick ourselves up, we adjust accordingly. But I'm just vibing. Smoke down. Hell yeah. All right, we, we live. So now what? <laughs> Let's for patron page. Maybe. Um, so, do you want to keep going on the topic, or do you want to go? We originally said. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So basically, I start off with the last one, but this one, this time, um, I want you to ask. After I say, you know, I'm gonna talk about manifestation. Blair's gonna talk about music, and then. I want you to like find a space to ask them, but like when I pause, just ask what meditation is. I mean, not meditation, manifestation. I keep thinking meditation too. I know. <laughs> Fucking meditation is taking over. <laughs> We're slaves to the meditation. <laughs> I was going to ask you, you said, what is manifestation? Or what is manifestation to you? And mm -hmm. now I'm also going to ask. Um, I texted to you. <laughs> I was gonna ask, um, could you give us an example of when manifestation? Perfect, yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I should be wearing my little posture strap. We go with the intro from the last one, right? Uh, we can always redo it. Just to ease our way in there. Slide on at the end. Hi. Whew. Welcome to the Parallel Paths Podcast. I'm your co-host, Makita Moore. And I'm your other co-host, Blair McClendon. And we are back again with another great episode for you all. This episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite topics to talk about. <laughs> and for me, that is manifestation. And for me, it would be music. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to be talking about our two favorite things. 
and dropping um, what those things mean to us and different tools and tips if you guys want to start to, you know, tap into manifestation or music. So, Makita, let's start with you. Um, what does manifestation mean to you? So, manifestation is simply when your thoughts become reality. Something that you think of, it comes reality. Um, so it just materializes in front of you. Okay. Um, I guess how would be the next question? How do you manifest? So, okay, so like an example of me manifesting something, this is a real life, um, thing. So I've been wanting to really grow my brand. Um, I've been wanting to like do a lot, a lot of filming projects, a lot of things in Moody, California, a lot of things that required um, money that my bank account um, didn't say that I had. <laughs> so I needed to manifest uh, the financial support and strength to, to make sure I got everything I wanted, which I've always been doing. Like I always seem to get the money that I need but it's just, I was never asking for more than what I needed. I was also always like asking for just enough, but I wanted to manifest more, like just to be, get everything that I need, not to cut short or like live, live with any limits. So I, in order to do that, I had this thought that I wanted financial abundance, financial freedom. And with that being my thought, I knew that in order for me to manifest and have something that feels as good as financially free. So like, um, when you're financially free, like you just feel good, like you can do whatever you want to do, no limitations. That's a good feeling place, right? In order for me to do that, I what I read in a book was that you have to become that feeling first, right? So you can't wait until something appears to then feel happy. You have to get happy, and when you get happy, that thing's gonna appear. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. When would you say is the first time that you like really knew? your thoughts were starting to become reality and you were manifesting things. So we're always manifesting. Like your thoughts are always creating your reality. It's just that you're either conscious of it or you're not conscious of it. So I can now look back on my life and see like how things were materializing. Things that I thought about uh, were coming into my reality. But I would say, when did I start actually like consciously like realizing that I had the power to like bring things into reality. I would say when I got to UF because <laughs> go Gators. <laughs> um, when I got to UF, I applied to this uh, program in clinical psychology. Um, it's a PhD program. And when I applied to it, I really didn't know too much about the program. Um, and I don't think I even ranked UF was even that high on my list, but I ended up here. And the funny thing about me ending up here was that when I was in high school, I graduated in 2008. That's when y'all had won the basketball championship. And I was like really hyped about Florida. Like I was like, I really, like, I really like to go to that school. I remember coming on a college tour here, but I didn't have the volleyball skills or the GPA to get in. So I couldn't get in then. I kind of like forgot about UF. And then it just happened to be the one school that, even though I wasn't super, like, I didn't really know too much about the program and I wasn't super hype about it compared to the other ones I was looking at. I matched here. Like I came, I came here, did an interview 
and they offered me the position. This was the only school that offered me a position. So if they didn't offer me, I would have had to go a whole another year um, to apply to grad school. And I got here as a perfect match. And then I remember when I'm walking into the stadium or walking into my office, I see the University of Florida sign. I'm like, damn, like I always wanted to go here. And, you know, so like it just it appeared in my life. That's dope. And again, a parallel path, because even for me, I would say the first time I realized I could actually manifest something was when I got into UF. Um, and that was for me in the spring of 2008. So I'm class of 08 as well. But for me, that summer prior, I went to a, uh, there's a rising juniors program that they had for uh, African Americans, minorities, whatever. And I remember like being on the balcony of the Rice Union and like looking over the lawn and like, it was like, I could see myself on campus. Mm. And like this is the first time I really did that piece. And so fast forward through my senior year, uh, Florida had the delayed admissions. So every other school that told me whether I got in or not, Florida was the last one. So I get in that February and I'm eager to go day one. So like when I actually got to Gainesville in that summer, I was just like, yo, everything that I have been like pushing for and like trying to manifest up through high school just came true. So like that was my first big one to where I was like, all right, I don't necessarily know what I'm doing, but you feel everything, so every, yeah, everything that I was visualizing and saw before is here. Right. And the thing was like back then, like, so with manifesting, truly, as soon as you think something, it's already becoming, it's already materializing. Um, so it's already happening and it just gets slowed down. We, we're the things that slow it down, right? So it took me that long to end up at UF um, and it took you that long for your thing to manifest because we were at that time, we weren't consciously trying to manifest. We didn't know what we were doing. So there was this delay so now that like we both are aware of our power to manifest, things happen a lot faster. Would you say it's true? Like now you manifest things a lot faster than what you used to? Nah, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I've been a lot of things that I've seen and it just ain't here yet. So um, well, I got some tools for you. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the point now where there are times where things manifest immediately for me. Um, <laughs> this is a funny one. <laughs> so one time, uh, and I think every girl goes through this, like I'm struggling financially. Again, remember I was saying how I manifested uh, financial freedom, but I was struggling financially. And I was like, man, like if I didn't have any morals, I would like to totally have a sugar daddy. Like all these like, like, <laughs> I don't want to insult other females, but all these girls out here getting spoiled, and I'm over here breaking my bag, getting a PhD, trying to be a better person to save the world. Somebody take care of me. <laughs> so I'm over here talking to my friend. I'm like, man, I want a sugar daddy. So we were having this conversation about, like, okay, would you, would you ever get a sugar daddy? And I definitely had opportunities in my life prior, but I turned them down because like morally and oftentimes I wasn't really like attracted to the dude. Um, so the very next day of us having this conversation, I'm walking down the street 
And this man walks up to me. I got my pit bull in one hand. Most people don't normally walk up to me. Nobody ever walks up to me with this, with this dog. He walks straight at me, bold as hell. And he asked me, you need a sugar daddy? I was like, what? No, that's scary. Right? That's and the thing was, like, whenever me and that friend, Aaron, Aaron Shea Hamilton, y'all always hear me talk about her. Whenever we're together, CEO Slick, he points to it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, but whenever she and I are together, our energy is so good that and so high that we always manifest stuff really quick. We're constantly getting ideas, all this stuff. So and I'll talk more about like why energy is good, why energy is important. But um, yeah, so because our energy was so good, like that manifested quick. And I'll say it did not pan out. This guy was not what he said he was. So I, I did not pursue the sugar daddy, sugar baby situation. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was crazy. It happened super fast. And I've had other things too, like money or opportunities and just so many things. And definitely some are more long-term because I'm, I'm thinking really big. So we just, you know. Yeah. And I was going to say, I do have some stuff that manifests quick. Like it might be a day where I'm like, man, I really want a smoothie. And then I'll get a call. It might be like my mom and she's passing by a smoothie spot and she's like, yo, you want a smoothie? Yeah, I do. So it depends. Um, I had one crazy story when we were driving across the country. Uh, my cousin and I were in Oklahoma. And as soon as we got in Oklahoma, he was like, it'd be dope if we saw a tornado. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> so like 45 minutes to an hour passed. And no lie, tornado starts spouting like off the side of the interstate. And I'm like, bro, why? And like... <laughs> It's really manifesting. So I've definitely seen some stuff um, personally, but I don't know. It's kind of weird on the speed uh, when you ask me about that question, because I guess certain goals, yeah, will take a little bit longer time. But again, that's still the programming because you're putting that limitation on yourself. So I understand all of that. It's just about overcoming all of that stuff, releasing certain karmic debts or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, which I don't know if I've explained yet, but your thoughts are powerful. Like your thoughts create your reality, right? So what you think about is what is going to be your experience. If you are constantly thinking negative thoughts, you're going to attract more negative experiences. That's just that's just how the universe works. I'm telling you. I know from experience. Don't try to argue against it. <laughs> I'm just telling you that's how it works. So. The more you can put yourself in a positive state of mind, the more you can think about all the things that you enjoy, you will attract more things that match that energy. So when it comes to manifesting, like let's say I get an idea of starting this clothing company. And when I get the idea, I'm like envisioning it and I'm excited about it. I feel good about it. Because of the way that made me feel, in order for me to manifest that vision, that thing, I have to feel the way I felt when that vision came to me. So in good thing, and those visions only really come to you when you feel good. So you, you can, the vibration. Yes, the vibration. Like you, and like, have you ever felt that before? Like you literally feel like I'm like, I'm lit. Like I'm like vibing high. Like you might feel like tingly. Like you're just like. So we're gonna kind of transition into a different episode, but we talked about a certain release of energy that men have mm, mm -hmm. that tingle if you keep it in that's not something that you normally feeling 
Oh, you do or you don't feel the tingle? Don't. Not if you're releasing. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. So if you release, then you don't get the tingle. That powerful tingle. That means you're lit, you're aligned, you're awake. <laughs> I'm telling you. Y'all. <laughs> Some of these lessons are going to repeat through these episodes. <laughs> Eventually they'll sink in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so your thoughts are powerful and when it comes to manifesting, the most important thing is that one, you need to realize you can do it. Realize that, and, it's, and oh, just think about this. So if you want to really have an example of the power of your mind that's been replicated so many times in science, in science and it's shown to the public is the placebo effect. Right. There's this thing called the placebo effect to where they, there's a study going to give, um, there's two groups of people. One person, they give them uh, the medication, say it's for, to lower blood pressure. They give these people these pills to lower their blood pressure. They give this other group a pair of sugar pills and say, here, this is a blood pressure medicine. It's going to lower your blood pressure. Both groups, their blood pressure will lower because the people in the placebo group, that is placebo effect, because they believe it's going to do something, it actually happens in their body, right? So you can, you can cause physiological changes in your body just by believing something. Um, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. Blair, you, you've come across like information like that before, right? For sure. The, cr the craziest one that I heard of was actually false diagnosis. So like a patient will come in perfectly healthy and then they'll tell them like, hey, you have, you have cancer, you have three months to live. Something crazy, extreme. And this person like starts freaking out, they're internalizing the stress. And then when they do go back for their next checkup, they actually do test positive for cancer. When the original visit, they were clean. So I've heard of situations like that to where you really just got to know and trust who you're going to. Like, again, your thoughts are super powerful. Like even in my situation with me dealing with stomach issues, I never accepted the diagnosis that they took or that they gave me. So I was just like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll be straight and I'm good. <laughs> I was straight. So I think it, it is a matter of like, if somebody tells you something and it's not in alignment with what you want to manifest, you automatically deny that. You automatically reject whatever that is. And no matter if it's a fear or something else that somebody's projecting on, you realize that that's their thoughts. That's, that's a reflection of, their thinking it has nothing to do with you yeah and that's the most important thing is realizing that someone no one can tell you what you're capable of doing because they do not know you like they only know themselves so they can only speak from their experience so you have to be discerning when you're listening to other people and and you know taking in their opinions because that can definitely affect yeah okay um what was i saying uh -huh. Yeah, so the, the your huh? say it again. I couldn't hear you. It it went out. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. Hmm. What'd you say? I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> you were about to ask a question. Huh? You were about to ask a question. Um I was gonna ask you what tools are you using or is there any tools that you would recommend for anybody? That's trying to manifest. Yes. So understanding that the key power in manifesting is 
your emotions. So like, like I said, when you, you have this thought, you feel good when you have the thought, in order to make that thought become reality, you have to feel that feel good feeling. So the very, the, the number one thing is to become very mindful of how you feel and feel good as often as you possibly can. Even when something quote unquote sad happens, you don't have to stay sad forever. You don't like you could you can release yourself from any emotion at any point in time. And honestly, your true nature is happiness, it's joy, it's peace and calm. And whenever you're not feeling those things, you've departed from your true self. So feel that as often as possible, and then you will become a vibrational match to anything that you're trying to manifest. So that's the number one tool. Now that's facts. Um, again, I guess that's why we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but why music is so big for me, because it can instantly flip your mood. So I think I talked about it in another episode, but like if you're sad and you just broke up with somebody, why are you listening to Neo? So sick of love songs. Right. Like, why are you trying to stay sad? (laughs) Why are you digging yourself a deeper hole? So flip that energy, flip that mood. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing you have to realize you don't have to stay like you don't have to stay in those feeling bad places. Um, Other tools. I have started listening about two years ago, I started listening to this woman called Abraham Hicks, or her name is Esther Hicks. And she channels this um, spiritual entity, um, the collective conscious called Abraham, which is the form it comes to her, which basically is like she gets like inspiration and then Esther Hicks puts it into words. Just same thing with you. Like when you get an idea, you get this inspiration from like, it's like, where did this creative, intelligent, super smart idea come from? It's coming from the collective. So um, so basically she taps into that. She gives all this advice on law of attraction. She has books and like, I listen to her YouTube videos every single day to just prime my mind and to remind me that I am a creator, that anything I want, I can have, I'll do is feel good, um, and have positive thoughts. Um, a clean body. So again, like I said, you have to become a vibrational match to what you want. And all those good things are high vibrational things. So in order for you to be a vibrational match to that, you have to raise your vibration by having a healthy, light, clean body. And I know Blair's big on this. For sure. I was just going to ask you um, if you were going to talk about how that coincides with your diet on all levels. So, I mean, what you're eating, what you're watching, what you're listening to. Everything, everything that has a sensory, um, sensory gland basically is taken in something. So your diet on all levels is affected. Um, I know me personally, you kind of mentioned earlier about being able to feel that vibe, but I really started being able to feel it not only because of like the retention piece, but like eating, just feeling lighter. Mm-hmm. I started to eat more fruits and veggies, like you start to embody that vibration like i mean it's literally as simple as it is if you're eating meat you're eating or consuming a dead vibration so that's in tune lowering your vibration so the more food that you eat that's on a more alkaline level you're in tune raising your vibration with it so that's definitely a real thing water the more water you drink the more you're detoxing yourself and just flushing your body that also helps you feel lighter uh, so I know all of that stuff plays a big piece in manifestation too. Yeah, that is so important. What'd you say? Think clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's times like I love food, but I'm just like, 
if I eat this, I'm gonna feel like crap. I'm gonna feel slow. I'm gonna feel heavy. And I don't like that feeling anymore. Like I like, cause I know such the value that comes out of me feeling light and good. Like so much creative power comes out of that, that I don't want to spend time. Like it's not worth it to me to have that pizza or to have, you know, that thing that's gonna make me feel terrible. If I eat some dairy or some gluten or something, I'm asking for at least a couple of days of recoup and mm-hmm. that's unwanted. <laughs> so. Yep, yep. And check our our heal our episode on healing um, practices that we kind of talk about how to detox, which detoxifying your body is how you can help raise your vibration. Um, other tools I use um, vision boards. So your mind, it communicates in like images and energy. So like if you can put images around your home, um, because like Blair said, things you're constantly consuming, you're constantly consuming information. You know, you got billboards, you got, you know, this on social media, you got these sounds, you got these chemicals, like you're, you're constantly taking so much from your environment. So you want to be conscious of what you're consuming, both like what you're eating and what you're seeing, hearing, experiencing. so like if you're only looking at things that are negative then you're gonna have more of a negative experience if you want to manifest the things that are your desires get pictures of that put it on your wall that way you're constantly seeing it constantly exposing yourself to it more often feeling that good feeling you feel when you you know thought of that thing because uh, that's basically just adding more energy to it and programming your mind do you have a vision board there i I have a couple, like my my wallpaper for my computer is one of my manifestations. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that Drake dropped a bar in one of his songs and he was talking about his current house was his wallpaper. And I was like, oh, that's ironic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of celebrities who talk about manifestation. Uh, I know Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jim Carrey, um like you said drake uh nipsey um everybody russ uh is tupac everybody's talked about manifestation Um, everybody everybody talked yeah it's a fun it's a fun thing to have awareness and power about um all right let me list uh there's affirmations is another way to help manifest with speaking it like I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm abundant. Like I speak those things to myself all the time. I, I can have and receive everything that I desire. The timing of the universe is perfect. Like I like, I say these and then I feel them. Like I embody these things. Like I am love, I am healthy. Um, like you said, music is another manifestation tool. Um, reading books. Um, what else? Crystals. Huh? You heard of affirmations? Uh, what's that? It's it's the same thing as an affirmation, but except for it's in the form of a question. So you're asking your subconscious, like, why am I so abundant? Why am mm. I? So it's giving your subconscious more of a command to like go find that. Your subconscious is actually supposed to find what the question is, as opposed to like you telling yourself, like you can. You can say I am whatever it is until you're blue in the face and still not necessarily feel it. So like by you questioning it, it's literally probing your mind to go figure out why is this true? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that 
that is a super important thing. Like, cause a lot of times people will be like, you know, why does no one love me? If you ask yourself that question, your subconscious will go find all the little moments in history that were evidence of why nobody loved you to make that belief even stronger. Thanks. So you gotta just use it in the opposite to, to get everything that you want, to help it find answers for all the good things that you believe you can be and know yourself to be. Um, last tool is crystals. I love my crystals. So, um, and I wear here's some crystals. This one is um, black tourmaline. Um, so basically crystals have, they all have their only unique structure that holds a property, a certain vibrational property. Um, so tourmaline is like for protection. Uh, I have other crystals that are for wealth and abundance. Some attract love. And basically with these crystals, they have, what's that? Crystal in the bottom. I gotta start doing that, putting crystals in my water. Shungite. What is that one for? Uh, EMF protection. Mm -hmm. That's what black, black tourmaline has that property as well. That's why I keep it around my desk. Um, but yeah, so what's that? Black tourmaline. Yes, and the copper bracelet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so crystals, like they have their own property. And then as you acknowledge that property, so like, you know, being like love for rose, uh, rose quartz, it adds to that power. So like, again, it's like you're just embodying these energies, these feelings that are good and helpful to you. Um, yeah, and meditation, if I didn't already say meditation. Meditation is super important because meditation helps to train your mind that way you can spend more time focusing on the things that you do desire versus the things you don't desire. So that was one thing like, I, I never wrote, like I was used to spend hours in a negative thought. Now it's no more than like two seconds just because I like train my mind. I'm like, oh, this don't feel good. Let me get out of it. <laughs> Let me get out of it. Yeah, meditation has been awesome. And breathing too. For sure. I think just being able to ground yourself, we talked about it in the meditation episode, but the quieter you can make your mind, the more you're able to kind of sort out the good from the bad per se and what you really manifest. So definitely. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so that's all I have on manifestation, my favorite topic. Feel free to ask me any questions. Um, I love it. It's fun. It makes life so much fun once you realize the power that you do have and you begin to use it and play this game of life because it is a game. It came down here to play, to create. Um, so, you know, just have fun with, with whatever you're going to create. It's kind of crazy because, like, even though I'm talking about music, it really coincides with manifestation. Because, like I said, it's a part of your diet. Like, it's a part of what you're consuming. So, for somebody like myself, being from Florida, Rick Ross is a huge influence on me. And if you ever listen to Rick Ross, you know he makes the most luxury-sounding mm. that you have ever heard. So... Stuff like that. Um, and then, I mean, just even on how I grew up, I've always been a music head. And just as time has gone on, I see the power of it and how I can heal too. So music is huge for me. Uh, even on my three layers of wellness page, every Monday is uh, a music Monday. So I'm posting a weekly feel good five. That's just whatever I'm vibing to that week. Whatever's in rotation, little new, little old but it's a wide spectrum and i think that's one thing i can probably take from my childhood that i really appreciate about my parents is 
their music spectrum was wide. So mm -hmm. creating me was a beast. So yeah, yeah, that's that's really important too. Because I definitely have a a wide. But I can I can enjoy all kinds of music as long as it makes me feel good. Like yeah, music is dope. What's um what's your go to genres right now? You say a wide spectrum because. I would say like I have a wide spectrum, but I stick to about three. I, I would say right now I'm like, so when I work out, it's like hip hop, um, but it's all conscious music. Like I like all my music to be conscious, um, but some of it can be like more like hip hop versus some could be like more um, chill, soulful. So like I'm listening to like D Smoke, um, Londrell, um, Uh, females like her, Summer Walker. I can always do my Erica Badu and and uh, Lauren Hill. Got to. Yeah. Got I know listen to some other people too. I can't think of them right now. I feel you. Okay. Who are you listening to right now? Um, I listen to a lot of Anderson Pack. You did put me on. Mm hmm. I put you on my drill and still hadn't even caught up. So you ahead of me on him. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm listening to like both his his albums. I've been on his lives. <laughs> um, I'm a huge Mac Miller fan. Rest in peace. Uh, Wiz, Big Sean. Okay. I mentioned Ross, Ti, Future. Um, and then to switch up the vibe a little bit, John Coltrane. Sade, Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, um, Nas, Jay Z. I mean, we, I need to get one of your playlists for sure. Whatever mood you're looking for, 420, vibing, jazz, current, whatever. So you you seem like you've been you've all, have you always been into music? Yeah, always. Um, I started making mixtapes for classmates and stuff when I was in probably like fifth, sixth grade. Whenever you could what? burn, yeah. So I'd be burning CDs and you know, Gangsta Grills, DJ Drama used to have his mixtapes dropping. So I would be downloading music daily, and people come to me and be like, "Yo, what's new? Let's put together a little mix CD, and we vibing." So are there any specific songs you can like remember from like that kind of like mark different decades of your life or different like periods? What are some of those? Every time I hear certain songs, like it just automatically sparks certain memories. Um, like one from my childhood, uh, Do You Remember the Time, Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Video. Is there like some wind? <laughs> Mike's just wind in all of his videos. <laughs> um, it's very coming to America s like he has Magic Johnson. In oh there. yeah. Mm -hmm. So like that automatically takes me back to my childhood, and then like I'll hear something like T Pain, I'm so hood, and that'll take me back to high school. And I think about 12 inch speaker in the trunk, and just being on some hood country stuff in Florida. Like mm -hmm. uh, certain songs will trigger. I'll hear certain Florida music with bopping and all of this stuff and that takes me back to the times that you were so I, I still haven't like got I haven't really been anywhere where they're actually I, I think I was at Kava the hookah lounge over here in Gainesville and they were playing some bop music yeah, yeah. do you like it like is yeah. it like is it your vibe for sure when I got to UF um 
I would say I was primarily influenced from New Orleans and Atlanta music prior to, just based on where I grew up in Florida. And then getting to UF, you start to see the naked hustle, people joking, people bopping, and it's a whole different culture. So, of course, half of my friends being from South Florida, like you kind of get sucked into it. So they got me out there joking and stuff like that. <laughs> my time at UF was definitely one of like, just cultures mixing period. And that included music. Like I remember we got tired of going to just straight black parties. So we would go to like Midtown, downtown, and we would go to like these little bars, but they'd be playing techno. And at first we were like, bruh, I can't do it. But then again, we was on a different mission too. So it's a couple of baddies in here. <laughs> you gonna get with it. And little before we know, like everybody kind of migrated to that scene. So it ended up being a melting pot wherever we went. So that was dope. We would hit Latin nights, do a little bachata, a little merengue. Hey. Uh, yeah, I love music. That's awesome. So when you said music to heal, I know before you talked about sound, but was that what you consider music or like just like lyrical kind of music for healing? Um, I listen to a lot of binaural beats. I listen to sound bowl healing. Uh, so a binaural, what is that? Binaural beats, uh, that's actually a good way for manifestation too. Like sometimes it might be a sub subliminal beneath it that's, that's telling you something. You can't necessarily pick up on it, but you can use that for programming. Is that the one where it's like going through different ears? Yeah, it gives you like two different frequencies in each ear uh, for a common hertz. So, I mean, if I'm trying to think, I think the nature or nature's natural resonance is like 432. Mm -hmm. So you can actually correspond to different frequencies with the chakras. So like uh, earth being green, that 432 is good for the heart and then 528 on up. So depending on what you're trying to heal, what you're trying to manifest, whatever, um, sound can definitely correlate to that. Mm -hmm. uh, as an example, if anybody's heard Janae Aiko's latest album, she plays sound bowls in the background of every one of her tracks. So she's literally trying to heal a certain chakra wood, whatever the message is in that song. That's beautiful. Have you done um, have you done those before? I've been in a, a healing. I've done a Reiki session where they did sound bowls, but not just like one live session. Um, I'll listen to, like I said, the binaural beats. There's a, a channel on YouTube called Temple Healing Sounds. Mm -hmm. Sound bowls and tons of different notes. Uh, and then he also plays gongs and all types of stuff, but it's super soothing. Like if you go, even if you just lay down and listen to it, not even necessarily trying to meditate, it just puts you in a whole different relaxed state. Um, I wouldn't recommend listening to it while you're driving. Mm, dang, it's powerful. Okay, so healing music. What about um, what about using music to heal that's not necessarily like that, like not like resonance, but like irregular lyrical music? 
Um, I would say anybody who's conscious, like, I mean, who's, who's putting out the type of energy that you either want to embody or that, um, I guess that you are kind of inspired by. So who do you feel like are the most conscious hip hop artists right now? Both those that are established and those kind of on the rise. Uh, Jay-Z, J. Cole, Kendrick. Uh, nobody really wants to admit it, but Future, Big Sean. Um, and when I say conscious, I mean, like, they know what they're rapping about. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Future got a couple songs that people will really look at and be like, all right, he really talking about something in here. And I feel like a lot of it be smoking mirrors, but nah, he know what he, he know what he's talking about. Um conscious. I guess D smoke too. Yeah, definitely is. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. But Pop Smoke too, right? I didn't ever listen to him. I recently after he passed away. Um, I listen to some of stuff and yeah, I think he's pretty powerful too. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> People ain't just disappearing for no reason. Right. <laughs> Question, what do you think about Kanye? Definitely a conscious rapper. I don't know about now because I haven't been following his music, so I can't really give an accurate assessment of anything he's been doing in the past three years. Like he lost his mind one time and I was just like, I'm cool on it. So whatever yeah. he can afford, I'm cool on it. When he came out with that song, You're Such a Effin' Ho and I Love It, I was like, what is, what's the mission with this song? Like, how is this? I was so I was so thrown. Normally I, I can kind of understand where Kanye's going with his crazy stuff, but I'm like, that one just threw me. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I really don't remember the last album. I think Yeezus was the last one that I was. Mm -hmm. I was is that the gospel one? Or that before the gospel uh, album? No, nah, I didn't listen to that one. Yeah, that's happened. someone who I would want to um, sit down and and you know vibe out with and kind of see what's going on. I would want to know that person's mind, Kanye. <laughs> that's you being a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you have no interest in exploring that mind. Um, I mean, I think he's a genius, a creative genius for sure. But it's so many other people I'd rather connect with if given the opportunity so mm -hmm. I mean not to shoot that down but no I'm not seeking it yeah um Nas I said him right uh-uh Nas definitely what about do you yeah. know any what do you say the whose world is this the world is yours that's the thing. I need to I need to tap back into some more old school stuff. Well, like early '90s rap, like Tribe Called Quest, um, KRS One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. For sure. Let's see. We can cut this piece out too. Brie, anything else music-wise that you want to hear about? What's your, when you say like, who are you listening to when you say all that, like, what's your, like, Ooh. 
to. Oh, okay. No matter what. All right. She said, who's my all-time go-to? Okay. And then another question I had was, which I don't know if we've answered it yet, but like, I remember one of Nipsey's interviews, he talks about music being a spiritual thing. Have we clearly stated how, like, how that? I mean, I didn't really get into it. Okay. So I'll ask that one after this. Okay. So, um, what is this one? What's the question? My go-to, my all-time go-to? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Your eyes are red. <laughs> are they? Yeah. <laughs> Can you see it on camera like that? Only when you're that close. Okay. <laughs> the Clinton top four. Okay. Have you seen it? Clinton top four. Yeah, he's. It's a picture of Bill Clinton. He has like four of his favorite albums. He's listened to it on a. Uh, is it a, a CD player? Something. Something like that, or Walkman, or yeah. something. He, he got on headphones just sitting. He got albums and then people been photoshopping and putting their favorites on there. Uh, like I couldn't pick my top, but I pick like the, the four albums that like are consistently on rotation for me. So that's gonna be tough. Yeah, so I just uh, seat at the table. Kendrick, Good Kid, Man City. Ooh, forgot about Solange and Beyonce. Both of them are conscious. And Brianna. That's like always in rotation. Shit. Every month. Ooh, I gotta do that? I'm not gonna answer that one because I, I don't have to think too hard. Oh, man, I gotta think on it. I want it. So one of them, I gotta say potentially swimming. Swimming? Yeah, by Mac. I got oh, some like one of well, yeah, self care is on that album. Yeah, like swimming that. might be in there for me. Um, damn, um, Sun's tirade, Isaiah Rashad. Oh, shit. a reasonable doubt by Jay Z, potentially. And damn, I almost want like. I almost feel like I'm betraying future by not putting something future in there, but dang. Oh, I can only have four. Rah. Top to bottom albums? I definitely, okay. Mac and Isaiah gotta go in there, because like both of them I really could put on no skips and be vibing. I gotta go back to Mac. You need to go to Isaiah Rashad's. Even Max. I wrote him down. <laughs> Isaiah Rashad is like, to me, like the male version of Lauren Hill, just because he ain't dropped nothing else. Like, he has Sylvia Demo, but like, he literally got two projects, and them shits are amazing. TDE. Everybody in TDE campus fire. What's TDE? Top Dog Entertainment. That's Kendrick and Sir and J Rock and all them. Oh, that's it. Like just signing what y'all just said. I used to manifest like whenever I figure out what my singing talent is, I'm gonna be on TV. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't have Brie, I think I, I know I can sing too. You fit the vibe. You fit the vibe. TD hard. TD hard. That's actually a good question too. Are you gonna be in TD? You can go to any label. Yeah. 
That's what I wanted. I don't know why, though. Like, I really thought about it for, like, a year. But I was like, you can't say you don't rap. Like, what are you going there for? <laughs> like, they will hide. We don't, we don't need the how. We just, we just know what we're going to do. We're going to end up there somehow. <laughs> Yo, so I used to want to be on Cash Money when I was, like, 8 to 10 years old so bad. I saw Lil Wayne, and I was like, bro, I am Cash Money. Sign me up. I used to want to be hood so bad because of music. You remember Drama from Atlanta? DJ Drama? He had the song Left Right. I'm disappointed in your, in your Atlantan. I wasn't allowed to listen to rap music back then. I'm, <laughs> my parenting. It's so unfortunate, but Drama had this song Left Right, but he used to wear a grenade as his charm. I remember I went and got me a little chain with a grenade. <laughs> Fourth grade with a grenade on, bro. That's wild programming. That's crazy. Influence. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But you asked me um, about the top four. So for the people out there, Bill Clinton has this meme going around where he's listening to his top four albums, right? So Makita asked me, what were my four? Uh, I think I gotta say Mac Miller Swimming is in there. Isaiah Rashad, Sons Tyrate. Uh, I kinda wanna say Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. I kinda wanna put that in there. And then the fourth, bro, that's so tough. I think it's painful for you. That's so tough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, actually, uh, Finally Famous Volume Three by Big Sean. I think it's his first album. When I was in college, that definitely was on repeat nonstop and was kind of influential with how I was moving. So I might put that in there. But what's the song off that album? Actually, no. Nah, I'm gonna get back to that. God forgives I don't Rick Ross. That's going in the four. <laughs> gotta get that. I need I gotta that. get on Ross. I need that. Was it yeah. called God Forgives What? God forgives, I don't. Yeah. I'm satisfied with that for now. So we got Matt. We got Isaiah Rashad. We got Hove. And we got Ross. I'm satisfied with that. Matt, you put me on. Yeah. Give me your four. My four? Uh, my four four men would be people gonna hate me for this one. Russ, not that he's coming at number one, but Russ, <laughs> I really like Russ. You give me that look. Continue. Why doesn't do black men not like Russ? Not about us not liking him, but. 
for you to say him out of all the music that's out there? I'm not a mu big music head. My my music, my music awareness, that's why I said you just put me on. My music awareness is very, like, minimal. I see. I'm just getting into music. I see. I want to do a female four, too. Yeah, we said, I see. I need to shout out ladies, too. But I need a female four. Okay, so, all right. Um... I don't know albums, I'll just say artists. So Kendrick Lamar. Now we talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kendrick Lamar. I would say early influences. Um, Nipsey, like Nipsey carried me through. Like I, I didn't know his music before his death, but after his death, his music carried me through it. Um, oh, you one of those. What? <laughs> I see what we got going on here. What? You one of those. He passed, so let me check out the catalog. That's because I don't know. Like, I never knew about them until they died. And I'm like, oh, shit, I've been missing out on this person this whole time. Because I don't okay. be like, I don't be like, find, like, I'll stick to it. I'll find a playlist or an artist, I'll stick to it. I'll just write it out. And then somebody puts me on somebody new and I write that person out. Yeah, you need somebody putting you on music. So we're going to rectify this situation. <laughs> Please. Because I, lo I love music. I absolutely love music. I just don't take the time. And the thing is, like, I'll do the Spotify, like, sample playlist. But it's like, I'm like, I'm so selective in my music now. I'm just like, always skipping past artists. If it's, like, immediately not, like, conscious, I'm, like, skipping it. But, um, my elevated vibes and inspiration playlist. Ooh. Like, 100 songs. Fire. Yes. Nipsey, Ross, Sean, Kendrick, um, name it. What do you, what platform do you make your playlist on? Apple Music. See, I don't have Apple Music. You need to get that. Should I get that over Spotify? I, I would take. Apple Music. I've had Spotify though, but like it's just so easy with the phone to shoot a song to your friend or share a playlist. But all my stuff is implemented through my MacBook, my iPhone. Does Apple Music allow you to share on your Instagram? Like share a song to your Instagram? No, but if you post something, you can swipe up and when you hit music, that's where it comes from. Is it's the Apple. Oh. Okay, might put me on. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to use some of the playlists for this cross country drive and now too. So yeah, we, right. Maybe I'll get Apple Music just to have the pleasure of listening to Blair's playlist. I think we should all get Apple Music. We should <laughs> all get Apple Music. Look, so I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share my, my baby with y'all. Who still got this? Hey. Oh, Come for me. You can't. Some of y'all don't even know what that is. <laughs> got like 30,000 songs on here. This is a library. We got everything. You don't know what that is. You're too young to listen to this podcast. <laughs> so if you don't know it, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. At some point in time, people really aren't going to know what that is. No, for real. Like, even when I'm, I'm on a plane, somebody see that, they'd be like, bruh. Get that. <laughs> I was like, I've had it. 
this is this is my baby. This is my rider. She still be working. I should have mine. Pass me the Oscorp. Will always live on this side. For sure. Damn, I get them playlists. All right. That's it. We good on music? I think so. What else? Do y'all? Did y'all want to hear more? If y'all wanted to hear more about music or about manifestation, let us know. Drop a comment. Um, like, know. subscribe, do all that there. Yes, yes, yes. We love you guys, and we will see you in the next episode of the Parallel Pass Podcast. Indeed. Peace, peace. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning into the Parallel Pass Podcast. For essentials and contact info, you can find all that in the show notes. Make sure you leave us a review, share, and subscribe if you have not already done so. We appreciate all of the love and support, family. Until next time, peace.